This podcast is brought to you by Training Tilt Software. Training Tilt is a complete toolkit for coaches, health and fitness professionals and nutritionists. Combine your website, your e-commerce needs, client communications and training plans into a single affordable platform. With this software and expert business advice, you can get better results for your clients and your businesses. If you're wanting more information about Training Tilt, please go to lisatarmity.co.nz forward slash training tilt. Now on with the show. Welcome Welcome. to Pushing the Limits, the podcast that gets deep into the psyche of extraordinary achievers across all genres, cutting to the chase to unlock the secrets of their success, their achievement, philosophies, and motivations. Join us in the quest to find out what makes the movers and shakers of our world tick and what gems and wisdom we can learn from them. Now, over to your host, Lisa Tamati. Well, hi everybody, Lisa Tamati here on Pushing the Limits and this week I have another solo cast for you. No guests today, sorry about that everyone. Um, but today I wanted to tackle a topic about when do you know that it's time to quit something? When should you persist? Now, being of the ilk that uh, has been really head through the wall, push through all the barriers, overcome the obstacles and keep going no matter what sort of ilk, I find it very, very hard to learn to quit. But I have learned that it sometimes is a, a better option. And I'm going to explore this, this theme with you today. Because the, we have this uh, saying, uh, winners never quit and quitters never win. But that is actually not true in an oversimplified version of life. Because there are times when it would be far wiser to quit something because it's not working, because you're throwing energy at it, or because your vision has perhaps changed, your passion is no longer in it, or you're in a new phase of life, or your situation has changed. There are reasons to be quitting things, your projects, your relationships, your business, whatever it is. And you have to learn to be able to decipher between situations where you're just having a hard time and you're going through a bit of a rough patch in the road, which in every big challenge or project or relationship, there will come those times, and when it is actually a dead-end road that you're on, and you're best to get out now. So let's have a look at a few ideas around this theme. Now, as I said, I've struggled with this, you know, on and off, and this reminds me of a uh, one of my business endeavours that I flogged this horse to death because I'd put so much energy into this business that I didn't want to give it up. Even though that I knew it was in the retail sector, uh, that the the whole industry had changed and uh, the whole world had changed and it was no longer a viable option. Um, But pursuing anyway because you'd put in so many years of effort, so much hard training, so much time, so much money invested. But there comes a time when you're just flogging a dead horse and it is not a failure in that case to to change tack. It is a wise and uh, important thing that you get out and get out quick when you decide this isn't uh, for me anymore and situations in this world do change uh, and you've got to realise the opportunities that you are going to be missing when you stick at something. There is always a cost involved. There is always a cost for pursuing something and it better be worth pursuing if you if you want to be chucking more energy, more time, more effort into it. 
in every endeavour that you undertake, whether it be in business or in sports or in relationships, you will hit hard times and huge obstacles. And there'll be times when you're despairing and it's often uh, at a crucial time when you actually should just keep putting one foot in front of the other and it's part of the process and keep going. But sometimes, like I said, it's wise to pull the pin and not keep chucking energy at it. So let's look at how we can actually decide which of the two options in a given project we should take, whether we should pull out now or keep going. If you keep going expecting, uh, if you just put more energy into it, things are going to turn around, that may not be the case. That may not be the case at all, and you'll have to sooner or later come to the realisation that the longer you stay in it, the more this is just going to cost you, and you really should get out and get out fast. If we look at um, understanding the question of your why, take a look at this project, this challenge, this business, is it still resonating with you on a vision level? Are you still passionate about this vision, about the people that you are helping, the, the employees that you have, the vision that you have for your business, the relationship that you're in? Do you still, is it still resonating within you, that getting you that fire in, your, in the belly? Are you still passionate about it or are you just like just doing it for the sake of doing it? If you're hitting hard times, but you're still passionate about this vision, then please don't give up. That's when persistence is really, really important and overcoming and having a never quit mentality. But if your passion or your vision or your life situation has changed, and sometimes, you know, it can just be uh, a situation that comes at you in life and you, you really have to change tack and pull out of something that you went into thinking this is great, this is all going to work and then something happens to you. I remember you know, last year when my mum got ill, we had to shut one of our shops because it was, no longer, it, was, it was no longer feasible for me to continue without her help and I need to put my, money, my energies and my time into her and getting her back from the, from the brink of disaster. So that was not a quit, that was an absolute uh, valid reason to be pulling out of something. If you still believe in the vision and still in the dream and you still have the conviction but you're just being beaten down by the obstacles, then keep going. This is what we call like mid-journey blues and this is like being in the middle of an ultra marathon and the, everything, the shit, it's hitting the fan, everything's hardcore. Then you just have to know why you're doing it and you have to keep on going. Ask yourself this one thing. When, you, when you're facing a decision about something, if you could go back in time and start it all again, maybe start this new business again, start this relationship again, would you do it all again or not? Knowing what you know now. Now, if you answered, yes, I still believe, I still get hot under the collar when I think about it, I'm still excited by this thing, then, then you should keep going. But if you're answering, hell no, then you have to be asking yourself, why are you still doing it? Is it just because you've invested time and energy and money? That is not a valid reason to keep investing in, um, investing in it because if you're answering, hell no, I've got no more passion for this project, it's not working, I've got the wrong partners, whatever the reasoning is, if you know more than you did at the beginning and you're saying this really isn't, then listen to that inner voice and 
get out and get out quick. Are there some costs of keeping you from quitting? Uh, are you just more fearful of looking foolish or looking like a failure? Or do you think you've just put too much into it now to give up? Have a really good think about that because you could be just, you know, smoking your own <laughs> weed, if you like, <laughs> to have a stupid analogy. Just because you put effort into it doesn't mean that the product or the service is actually valuable and it doesn't mean that it should continue. There is obviously a third uh, option here and that is to look at can I be flexible in this situation and change it? Before I give up completely, do I just need to change direction? And I've done this many times in different businesses where, okay, this isn't working any longer, but I still love this project. Okay, I'm going to have to go in a new direction, maybe take on a new area of learning, maybe taking on a new partner, maybe getting rid of an old partner, whatever it is that you have to do to pivot to change your direction and not give up completely on the dream, but to make it more viable. You know, you might have a have a goal to, I don't know, be in the All Blacks or something or be in the Silver Ferns. And there comes a point in a time in your life when you realize this isn't going to happen. But you're still really passionate about netball. You're still really passionate about the rugby. Well, what else can you do in that area? Maybe you want to become a coach. Maybe you want to get into being a talent scout or maybe you want to get involved on another level. It's being flexible in these situations so that, okay, you didn't quite reach what you wanted to. That opportunity is perhaps flowing the coop. What else can I do and how can I change it? So being able to pivot is a really crucial thing. Flexibility is the, the next hallmark of a successful person, somebody who wins. It's not just about persistence, which I talk about a lot, persistence. I'm all about persistence, but being persistent when it's worthy of being persistent and then being flexible in the face of adversity. So when I was running through New Zealand, for example, and I was trying to do over 70 kilometers a day, trying to do the 2,250 kilometers in 33 days, and it got to a point uh, just north of Kaikoura about after, I don't know, eight, eight 900 kilometers where my body was an absolute mess, ripped hamstrings, uh, shin splints, you name it, everything was going to custard. And it got to a point where I had to be looking at the situation going, I'm either going to fail and I'm going to quit, or I have to change and be flexible in the face of this problem in order to reach the bigger goal, which was raising money for charity, which was getting to the finish line. So I did something there. Where I, I took an extra few days to complete the run. It took me 42 days and I had to replan and it was a huge upheaval for my crew because I had commitments all the way through the country, speaking to schools, book launches, you name it. It was a huge thing. But it was either that or quit and fail completely. And I chose to be flexible in the face of that problem and ultimately still be successful in completing that distance and raising the money for the charities. And that actually brings me to another point, uh, charities. You know, um, sometimes when you're in a mission, there is uh, a bigger thing than yourself, you know, where it becomes, and this is what I've used often in running, especially in the last few years, where sometimes I've felt like, actually, I've achieved whatever I wanted to achieve for myself, and I don't have that much ambition and fight left in me. 
and I've had to look for motivation outside, whereas in the beginning it was wanting to prove to somebody and to to justify myself and to be proud of myself. And it got to a point where I'd already achieved so much in that in that respect. It wasn't about that anymore. Then it became about the mission. What can I do and how can I use my talents to help other people? And when you are doing things for, in my case, for a charity or for a bigger vision, you can draw motivation from that far beyond what you can pull out of yourself because you're doing it for somebody else. And that motivation can often get you through the hard times, help you to persist and help you to carry on. If it's important, the mission itself is important that you don't give up because there are many people's lives or many people depending on you to get through there. Um, Let's see what else I um, got for you here is in thoughts. Um, If you're still passionate, then don't let the obstacles and setbacks hold you back. Use these struggling times to build muscle, to build mental strength and to build your character. You know, we all know about character building stuff (laughs) and unfortunately the more we do struggle, the more we do develop our character. So there are sometimes reasons why uh, you shouldn't quit. Another reason is you do not want to be starting projects and, you know, everything's all rosy, it's all a blue sky for the first part of a project always And then you're always going to come up against brick walls, obstacles, a dip in the road, whatever you want to call it, hard times, hardships. If you're someone that just gets to that point and then gives up repeatedly and then starts a new project, then you really got to have a look at yourself and go, hang on, this, I'm giving up at the point where I should be pushing through. So learning to discern the difference between whether this is just a blip in the road and an obstacle that you should overcome or whether this is no longer aligned with your vision, the person that you are, the goals that you now have today. And your goals will keep changing and and adapting. And remember that, you know, life is not a binary option. It isn't always just about winning, losing, quitting, not quitting. There is always often gray areas and there is always reasons for things uh, to, to be changed, to be change your direction or to keep going if I give you a a bit of a framework to make these difficult decisions with I want you to um, ask yourself what is my gut telling me when I look back at some of the big decisions some of the relationships that I should have gotten out of or the businesses that weren't working well or the sporting endeavours where I really wasn't hit, didn't have my heart in it. Underneath, I knew on an intuitive level that I wasn't in the right place and that I wasn't doing the right thing. But because of extraneous circumstances, money that invested, time invested, the energy you put in, the fear of perhaps letting go of a, of a bad relationship because you don't know what's on the other side, uh, all of these things you go against your that inner voice you've got to really dig deep and learn what that intuition is saying to you listen to that inner voice if you've got a bad feeling about something then there's usually a reason for it and it's not just a a wishy-washy um thing intuition intuition 
really, I think, is on a, um, something we're, we're taking in and we're reading data all the time. Our bodies, our minds are taking in information all the time and we're sieving through and we're not even on a conscious level taking in all this experience. But it's in us and we've experienced things and we've seen things and we know things. And when we come up against a similar situation, sometimes that, that deeper buried uh, memories or experiences are really there and they're telling you on a gut level this doesn't feel right if you're feeling that then listen to that that voice very strongly because there may be a reason why you should not be doing this so listen to your in- intuition and then ask yourself um, is this something that you still believe in is this something that you really want to achieve then it's worth fighting and fighting hard for and I'm all about overcoming obstacles. I'm all about never giving up. I'm all about never quitting. But I'm also about being smart, having a smart strategy, being flexible, changing the plans when needed, and about just understanding where you're at at your life and whether this mission at this time is the right one for you. You know, the most successful people in the world, the winners of this world, the champions, They have quit thousands of times as well as succeeded. And I have quit many times. And that is not a failure. That is a stepping stone to finding out your ultimate goal in life, your ultimate vision, where you're meant to be. So understand that failure and quitting and all of these negative connotations with these words aren't necessarily um, bad. They're always stepping stones for the greater success. But never just keep flogging a dead horse. If it's over, it's over and it's time to move on to learn more. You Typically when you're, when you're doing a project and you're, you have a strategy or you have a business, you have a steep learning curve. And in that steep learning curve, you're really growing, you're developing, you're, you're changing, you're hopefully finding success. And then you can get to the top of your game and actually you've done it all, you've been there, you've done that and it's time to move on. Even if... The business was successful. Even if you, you think this is, I'm, I'm good at this now, it's all easy. If you're not growing, if you're not changing, if you're not developing, then perhaps it's time to step out while you're on top and do something else. So thanks everyone for listening to me today. I hope I haven't waffled on too much on this, but I did want to because, you know, I have, I do push the never quit mentality, but I just wanted to qualify some of my thoughts around that and uh, to to give you the permission to actually have a look at, at the things you're doing and going, hang on, is this really where I'm meant to be right now? Or um, uh, have I put a lot of energy and time into it? Yes, but it's really flogging a dead horse or it's not where I'm meant to be and it's time to get out. If you're interested in learning more about the mind, about mindset, about uh, achieving extraordinary things in life, about fulfilling your vision, then I'd love you to check out my new e-course, The Path of an Athlete, which has just been released uh, recently. You can check that out at uh, lisatamati.co.nz slash e-course. There's a whole lot of information. It's like 
nine-week course with 27 modules, um, and I've really poured my heart and soul into this, and I really uh, hope that it will have an impact on thousands of lives. I've already had some fantastic feedback from the people that have come through it, how it has empowered them, how it's given them clarification, uh, helped them refocus, helped them push through the tough times, and help them see things from a different perspective. So that's the path of an athlete. I'm really excited about this new uh, course. And also, if you're into uh, health, fitness, and running especially, please check out runninghotcoaching.com. That's my coaching arm of the business, and I look forward to seeing you there. Thanks for listening, everyone. That's it for this episode of Pushing the Limits with your host, Lisa Tamati. Please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe and share all this goodness with your networks so we can impact more lives with positive insights and inspiring conversations. And check us out online at www.lisatamati.co.nz. That's it for this episode of Pushing the Limits with your host, Lisa Tamati. Please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe and share all this goodness with your networks so we can impact more lives with positive insights and inspiring conversations. And check us out online at www.lisatamati.co.nz.